Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, it's your pal Lee back with another episode that will get your laughers laughing and your creative juices flowing. This week's episode has a surprising amount of material about plumbing, but if that's not enough for you, then we also have incredible inventions, car washes, theme songs, and one of my favorite interviews we've ever done. All of that and more after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm spelled R-E-A-L-M dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids podcasts, including Story Pirates. Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Ah, fresh pipes. Hey, Smitty, can you settle a bet between me and Siegfried? I don't really condone gambling, Rachel, but sure, what's the issue? We find ourselves in disagreement on the color of the ship. I believe it to be a dirt-like red-brown. And I think it's more of a moldy, sweaty coffee grounds and algae green-brown. So which is it, red-brown or green-brown? What are you talking about? The ship shouldn't be red-brown or green-brown or any brown. It should be completely clear. It's made of glass. You mean to say, people can see through the whole ship? No, no, the ship is made out of layers, like the Earth. From the outside in, it goes glass, then wood, then metal, then wood again, and then the mystery layer. What's the mystery layer? Nobody knows, but I'm pretty sure it's jelly. Anyway, the ship shouldn't be dirt or algae colored. When's the last time we washed it? Sorry, what was that word? Washed? Ay, que sucio. Okay, looks like it's up to us to wash the ship. All right! 
Let's meet outside. I'll get my hoses. The flexible pipe. <laughs> he has such an enduring passion for plumbing. What a beautiful soul. Sure, Rachel. Let's go with that. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. Are you going to pay a helicopter driver if you don't have any money because it's all soggy? We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Hey, who used my hoses to make a giant pile of fake spaghetti bolognese? And what's this sauce even made out of? Uh-oh. Quick, let's do a story. <laughs> Rachel, what is the sauce made out of? How would I know? Besides, the story's starting. And here's the author to introduce it. Hello, my name is Julian. I'm eight years old and I live in New York. This is my story, The Dangerous Plumbers. Oh, another wonderful day. In fact, today is the most wonderful day because... Happy birthday, honey. I made your favorite. Two eggs, poached, and a side of hash browns. And I somehow used six pots, five plates, and every measuring cup we have. This is the best birthday yet. I love you. And I love you, too. You're the most beautiful, generous, kind person I know. And every day you light up my life. Hey, Mom! The bathroom's clogged. Billy, that's absurd. I checked it last night, as is tradition, and it wasn't clogged. Mom, I'm nearly eight years old and I can tell the bathroom is totally clogged. Are you sure you aren't exaggerating, Billy? Mom, I promise you, if anything, I'm underselling the gravity of the situation. Hun, you stay right where you are while I go check. It is your birthday after all. <laughs> oh no! Well, it seems like Billy is right. But don't worry, I will fix it personally by calling a plumber to do it personally. Thank you for calling. Train melters! Train melters! Wheel of cocky train! Wheel of cocky train! Train melters! Train melters! Train melters Plumbing Incorporated is not responsible for any damage by, for, or to melted drains. Hi, um, we have an issue with our... Um, oh, hello? Okay, great then. Um, they'll do it. Okay, great. Because all I wanted today was to have a relaxing birthday. What was that? I think the plumbers just pulled up out front of the house. Hello? Train melters. Train, train melters. We're on clocky train. Like magic. We're on clocky train. It's magic. Train, train melters. Train, train melters. Train melters plumbing for the family that thinks... What's the worst that could happen? Where's the drain we need to unclog? Right this way. We have a bathroom drain that is clogged with hair and dirt and other stuff. Are we sure these plumbers are quality? Okay, we'll just go ahead and fix it. Uh, you folks may want to step out of the house for a moment. Why are you holding those giant canisters? And what is that gluggity-glug-glug noise? Oh, uh, don't worry. Just the stuff we use to unclog your drain. 
Honey, the plumbers want us to leave the house. So we must leave the house. That's plumbing for you. Come on, we're leaving. 10 minutes later. So you still think we called the right plumbers? Honey, this is what plumbing is. Who are you or I to say what normal plumbing looks like? <laughs> I'm an associate professor. Mom, Dad, look at what's written on the side of the plumber's van. Drain melters. We'll unclog your drain with our special stuff. What does that even mean? <gasps> I see smoke coming out of the plumbing vent on the roof. What kind of plumbers are these? That's what I've been saying. Woo! I'm glad you called us. That one sure was a doozy. Now, before you head back inside your brand new, completely unclogged bathroom, you're gonna need these. Air masks. Oven mitts. Heat-proof wetsuit. SPF 3000. Hazmat suit to go over the aforementioned heat-proof wetsuit. What kind of plumbers are you? What kind of plumbers are we? Didn't you hear the jingle? We set it up to play from the van. Drain melters, drain, drain melters. We'll unclog your drain, we'll unclog your drain. Drain melters, drain, drain melters. Drain melters plumbing. We'll unclog your drain with our special stuff. What stuff? What is this? The plumber inquisition? Drain melters. We'll unclog your drain with our special stuff. That stuff being lava, which is like bleach, only much, much stronger. Lava? Bleach? Our house? We have to go check on it. Billy, come with me and your dad. <laughs> the plumbers dumped hot lava down the bathroom drain. The bathtub is melting, and so are the pipes. The shower is running at full blast, and so is the sink. There's water everywhere. I guess that's for safety reasons? Whoa, look. You can see that where the running water meets the lava, it cools it and turns into stone. Wow, so honey, if you think about it, it's almost like getting a free remodeling. We got this cool new stone floor. If I wanted a stone floor, William, I would live in a rainforest cafe. Live in a rainforest cafe in a fun, I'm not mad at my husband way, or- In a way, where we should check the other parts of the house to see what else the plumbers have destroyed. Loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> the basement's filled with lava! <laughs> the den is filled with lava! Well, no one really uses the den. It's like you don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> and the roof is currently on fire! We'll have to call the fire department. Fire department, department, fire, fire department. Mostly water, mostly water. Fire department, fire, fire department. Please come quickly, our roof is on fire. We'll be there as soon as possible, ma'am. We're here. Oh, you put out the fire. Thank you, thank you so much. Whew. I'm glad you called us in. I just don't know what those dangerous plumbers were doing. Oh, the drain melters? Yeah, we deal with drain melter cases like 10 times a week. Huh. You'd think more people would have listened to the fire department's PSA. Do not use lava to unclog pipes. Happens a bunch. Drain melters, you have ruined my bathroom, my house, and my wife's birthday. How was that our fault? We turned the water on everywhere. We didn't think the house would burn because we had been thoughtful enough to do that. What did you think our name meant? We melted your drain. Drain melters. Drain, drain melters. We'll unclog your drain. We'll unclog your drain. Drain melters. Drain, drain melters. That 
was not the same jingle as before. Do not use Drain Melter's plumbing unless your home is fireproof, lava-proof, steam-proof, and dangerous plumber-proof. It's, it's all, all in the, the terms and conditions. conditions. Next time, hon, let's just get regular plumbers. Of course. And I'm sorry I ruined your birthday. Oh, honey. Could be worse. Last year, you got me golf clubs for my birthday. <laughs> Gift giving's my love language. At least we can have a wonderful rest of the day. Mom! The downstairs bathroom is clogged! Train mountains! No! The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Julian, it's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi. How's it going? Good. How did you come up with the dangerous plumbers? Well, one day, you know, the drain was clogged, and, you know, I thought, why don't you just burn the stuff in your drain? (laughs) So is that what you did? Well, no. That was probably dangerous. We used drain clogger. So what was the clog? Was it in a sink or the toilet or what? In the toilet. Uh Uh-oh. So was it, like, toilet paper clogging it? Yeah. Probably a bunch of gunk, maybe some toilet paper. Have you ever been to someone's house and you, like, go into the bathroom and accidentally clog the toilet and you're like, oh, no. No. Yeah, me neither. Never happened to me either. It'd be pretty funny, though. It would be pretty funny because you'd be like, maybe no one will notice? Yeah. And then the next person who goes into the drains, like, why is the toilet clogged? (laughs) Uh, And you'd be like, oh, is it? I don't know. Maybe someone else did it. Yeah, probably. You're like, oh, no, but I hope they don't find out it's me. And you're like, look over there. And then you just leave through the back door. Depends on if they have a back door and if you can jump a fence. That's right. You have to jump the fence. And then you never see them ever again. Unless they find you at your house. And they're like, ding dong. Excuse me. Uh, Remember when you clogged our toilet and then ran out through the back door and jumped the fence? And you're like, uh, no, I never did that. And then you just run out the back door never to be seen again. This sounds like a very reasonable way to deal with a clogged toilet. Yeah, just call the plumbers. Yeah, you could also just call the plumbers like they do in your story. Or if you know how to unclog a drain and they have one of those drain declogger thingies. So is that what you used on your drain? Yeah, like the stick. Like a long, like, snake thing? No, it's basically a wood stick with a suction cup on it. Oh, the plunger. Yeah, it basically just pushes the water down. That's how it really does. Did you get to do, like, a pump on the plunger at all? No, Dad does it the old-fashioned way, just pull it up and down. (laughs) I love that. I love a good plunger. Can't beat it. You really can't. Does anybody call the drain melters? How do they stay in business? Maybe they just started out, like, an hour ago. Yeah, this is their first job. So they're like, oh, we made a commercial. Everybody's going to call us. And the health department ain't going to shut us down because we said we'll melt your drain. They can't shut us down for just advertising what's true. Even if you tell that, you cannot dump lava down the drain. That is illegal. You can't do that. (laughs) You can't. It is against the law, my friends. Unless you know how to use lava without burning somebody's pipes or house down. It's kind of crazy that pipes exist at all, isn't it? Yeah, like, why don't you just 
dig a hole that goes to the treatment plant. Why do you need a pipe? I think that whoever invented pipes is actually kind of a genius, though, right? Because think about before pipes, we probably had to go to the bathroom outside. In a bush. In a bush. Or in a hole. Or in a hole. And cooking, you couldn't do that inside without pipes. Oh, true. I mean, before then, just digging a round hole and then hope that the earth doesn't erode and mess up your pipe system. Eventually, it would erode everything and your house would just collapse into the dirt and into a big hole in the ground. I mean, the Grand Canyon was formed by a river that eroded, and that thing's a long way down. So if you didn't have pipes around all of our houses, you probably would just have a whole bunch of Grand Canyons from all the tunnels everybody built. Imagine just you walking in the street and water just spraying everywhere and your whole village is flooded. That would be rough. But on the other hand, it would really be beautiful if there was a Grand Canyon outside everyone's window. It also wouldn't be beautiful because how are you going to cross the road? How are you going to pay a helicopter driver if you don't have any money because it's all soggy? Well, then I guess you got to call the bridge builders. I know, but you don't have any money for them to build a bridge because it's all soggy. That's true. Soggy money can't buy anyone anything. That's uh, an old proverb. Yeah. Okay, I have one more question for you. If you could write a commercial jingle that would be on the Drain Melters TV commercial, what would it sound like? Call 1-800-8-MILLION. Call 1-800-8-MILLION. Just like that. And then there's just a fart noise at the end. (laughs) Julian, it has been a blast speaking with you. Good luck with the drains, okay? Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye, Julian. Wow, I know I always say this, but that story really was something. All right, now that I've unbolognized my hoses... I wonder who did it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they're hooked up and ready to go, so let's get washing. Yes! I love a good Ogor Skipsbrot. Ogor Skips what? Ogor Skipsbrot! A ceremonial Viking tradition held every fifth moon to purify our vessels. I believe you call it a longship laundering? Oh, you mean a sailboat scrub. A boat bath? A vessel varnish. A yacht rinse. Lufa, what's a car wash? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lufa, you and your silly words. Of course you can help. Just don't get wet. We don't want you multiplying again. (laughs) Now, everybody, stand by for your assignments. Siegfried, you're a director of dirt scraping. Rachel, you're our suds and steam supervisor. Lufa, you're the department of drying. And I'll be head hose honcho, of course. Did you just come up with those names, or...? Do your stations, everyone. Let's get washing. Scrape, scrape, scrape. Suds and steam. Head hose honcho's gonna spray it clean. Scrape, scrape, scrape. Suds and steam. Head hose honcho's gonna spray it clean. Wow, look at that. Good as new. It really is glass. A fine Ogor Skipsprut. Oh, 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 wow. Look at my goodness. What's this? Whoa, okay. Did anyone else notice that we're parked next to a very populated underground city? I just didn't say anything. Wow. 
This boat looks incredibly clean and shiny. I can never seem to get mine that pristine. Me neither. Mine's always this dirt-like red-brown color. And mine's always this algae-like green-brown color. Can you wash my van? And my station wagon? Uh, sure. Ready, team? Scrape! Steam! Spray it clean. Holy cow, my van! It's sparkling! Here, take my money! Mine too! Huh, muchas gracias. We could always use more ship coin. What did you say? That's a quarter. Wait, 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 wait. Real money? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Say, any other folks in your town need their vehicles clean? Of course! We'll go tell everyone! Hey, everyone! You got Looks like we're in business. <laughs> Where's our theme song? Theme song singer, at your service, y'all. Way down below where the flowers don't grow is a crew that can't be beat. Yeah, they're washing every car from here to Mars with a line stretching down the street. So come on down to the best underground car wash. No, it's not a dream. Just take one look and you're gonna be shook by the sparkling, glittering gleam. Because it's squeaky clean, it's fresh and squeaky clean. Whether boat wash, car, or limousine, they'll get your vehicle squeaky clean. I can finally see myself in the reflection. I can finally eat off the hood like I've always wanted. I love you, head host Hanjo. Listen to all that praise. They love us. Okay, I just have to say, I have had a lot of jobs before, like a lot, but I have never felt more alive than doing what we're doing right now. We're incredible car washers. Like, I am really good at this. My friends, I fear I'm experiencing doubt. If we continue on like this, will we lose sight of the true meaning of Ogor Skipsprut? Don't be ridiculous, Siegfried. We're happy, we're adored, and we're full of purpose. As head hose honcho, I'm making a decision. The four of us are quitting the story pirates so that we can live down here and clean cars for the rest of our lives. Who's with me? <laughs> yeah! Wait, what? We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. 
Best of all, IF celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See IF in theaters May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. (sighs) Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Business is booming. Starting this car wash is the best decision we've ever made. Yeah, I even have this massive binder full of permits and licenses already. Someone in line just handed it to me and said they only give these to world leaders. Again, I must voice my doubts. Ogor Skipsprut is ceremonial for a reason. At some point, we must stop. Siegfried, don't worry. We're helping the townspeople because they need our help. Hey, I put mud on my car so you can clean it again. Uh, okay, maybe need is a stretch, but it's not like it's hurting him. I liquidated my 401k to pay you for it. Ah, it is hurting him. That will surely incur tax penalties. Uh, maybe it is time to rein it in. We've already cleaned a lot of cars and made some serious dough in the process. How much? $17. Wow. It's a troll's We can live like kings. Okay, we're rich, but that line over there keeps getting longer and longer. How can we let all of these people down? I believe I have the solution. There is a saying, Ogor for a Viking, they skip sprout for a day. But teach a Viking to Ogor, and they skip sprout for life. So you're saying we can just teach them how to clean their own cars? It's been an absolute privilege to wash all of your very, very gross and grimy underground vehicles and vessels. As someone with a career in pipes and hoses, this is not something I take lightly. However, we have to make it back to the surface, so we're closing the business. (gasps) Why? Why? How are we supposed to keep our cars clean now? We shall pass the tradition of Ogor Skipsprut down to you. As well as some of my best hoses. And remember, those hoses are for cleaning, not for making into giant piles of spaghetti bolognese. Just use the water to spray the mud off. Here, give it a try. Wait, you spray the mud with water? Yeah, what have you been spraying with? More mud! Like how we fight fires with more fire. Oh yeah, you should spray that with water too. My car! It's not on fire anymore! 
Wow, water is amazing! Ooh, really water. Well, thank you, Story Pirates. You forever changed our lives with your innovative methods of spraying water on things. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go save my 401k! <gasps> ah, yes. Another Ogor Skipsprut has come and gone. And it was a lot of fun. I'm gonna miss it. Say, I have an idea. Five moons from now, shall the four of us gather for another Ogor Skipsprut? This clear glass layer of the ship won't stay clear all by itself. Then it's settled. Uh, but in the meantime, should we get going and do another story? Yes! Okay, listeners, have you ever been inspired to invent something? If so, I think you'll appreciate this next story. Written by a six-year-old from Toronto, Canada named Aaliyah, please enjoy the bike that is a car. Finally, it's the weekend. I'm excited to get home and relax. You're telling me I literally can't wait. Hey, David, over here. Coming, Mom. Whoa, your mom's new car is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool, I guess. I love cars. I wish I could drive one so bad, but all I have is my dinky bike here. Ugh. Well, maybe you could just invent a bicycle that is a car. What? Well, I don't know. David, come on. Anyway, see you on Monday, Noah. Bye. I should invent a bicycle that is a car? <gasps> I should invent a bicycle that is a car! David, my best friend, you're a genius! To home! Hi, Noah, how was school? Can't talk, Mom. No, Noah, what are you doing? You're, you're making a mess. I need materials to build a bike. But you already have a bike. Yeah, but not one that's also a car. What? I can't talk, I'll be in the garage. Love you, Mom. Okay, dinner's at six. Okay, first I need to draw some plans. Here's a quick picture of my car that is a bike and everything it can do. Now to build it. Building a bike that's also a car. What better material than some cardboard? Yeah. And done. Now it's time to drive it. Open road, here I come. Yeah! Oof. It seems the cardboard isn't sturdy enough to hold up a person. I also forgot about all the buttons and tubes and stuff. I guess I'll need some harder materials. Back to the house! Ooh. Oh, dinner, you are smelling especially delicious tonight. Oh, I thank you, Brenda. I... Ah! Mom! Noah! I need all our plastic. Uh, all our plastic? Well, I don't think that's... I, uh, wait, that's my nice Tupperware. Oh, not the cat box. My spatula. I was using that. Thanks, Mom. I love you. My spatula. Okay, now that I have all the plastic in the house, it's time to build my car that's also a bike. Here I go. Building a car bike that's truly fantastic. What better material than some plastic? Yeah. Done. Now to test it. And now I'll start her up. And now to drive. It's working. It's working. It's crashing. Ah! Well, that kind of worked. But I guess I'll need a better material. <gasps> I know. Back to the house. Uh-huh, that's right. All the plastic. Dinner is cooking, and I have no way to stir it. Ah! Mom! Noah! I need all the glass in the house. The glass? Now, wait, not the drinking glasses. Oh, not my reading glasses. <gasps> not my 
my menagerie! Thanks, Mom. Seriously, I love you. My menagerie. Okay, now that I have all the glass in the house, it's time to melt it down in this previously unmentioned industrial glass-blowing furnace. Here I go. Building a glass fight, it's also a glass car. Don't try this at home, it's a really bad idea. Yeah. Okay, I'll just test its durability by letting it roll down the driveway. Be free, bike car! Huh, I forgot that glass smashes. It looks like you could use some help. Mrs. Fred, my next-door neighbor who also happens to be a world-famous engineer. I do need help. I'm trying to build a bike car, and it's not going well. I can help you. First, I'll draw out some plans. Just some bike stuff here, and car parts here, and then voila! It's perfect! But how do we build it? With glass, right? What? No, you should never have done that. Don't play with glass, ever. Got it. Instead, we'll need lots of materials from everywhere. Let's go! Well, if you thought that finding materials would be faster with some help, well, think again, because the amount of time it took to find the materials five weeks. Wow, that was much harder than I anticipated. Yeah. Let's start building. I hope it doesn't take very long. Then months and years and seasons passed, but they were still not done. To finish it, they needed more stuff. And the time it took to find new materials was another five weeks. Yeah. Hey, Noah? Mom, I told you, Miss Fred and I are trying to build a bike car out here. It's just, well, Noah, you've been out here for literally years now. I'm just wondering if you might be getting close to finishing. You've missed most of middle school. You can't rush the creative process. <laughs> of course. I'll mean, just try to wrap it up, okay? I'll do my best. Great, thanks. I love you. All right, Noah, let's get this done. Several years later. Well, Noah, it's been several more years, but I think we've finally done it. I can hardly believe it. Would you like to do the honors and try it out? I sure would. I'll just start it up. Now just pedal it down the driveway. Here I get. Huh? What is it? Miss Fred, it seems that in the many years we've been working on this car bike, we have forgotten one very crucial part. The pedals. Oh, that is a major oversight. You think? Ah! Noah, careful with the car bike! Oh, what's the point, Miss Fred? I think we should give up! Don't lose your patience, young boy! Miss Fred, I'm 19 years old! We've been in this garage for most of my life! Which is precisely why we can't give up now! All we need to do is find a set of pedals and attach it to the bike. How long could that possibly take? One year later. There! It took most of my life, but I finally have a bike that is also a car. Start it up. Here I go. Whoa! Oh, I'm doing it. I'm driving it. I'm going to drive this everywhere. Oh, Noah. Mom, I built my bike that's also a car. Oh, fun. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that your friend David is here. Noah? David? Listen, I know we haven't seen each other in over a decade, but I heard about your bike car. I happen to own a car dealership. Would you like to work for me to sell your bike cars? Work for you? Well, this was my idea. It's a deal. Great. Now will you come in for dinner? It's very cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Mom. <laughs> 
<laughs> the end. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Send us your story. First up, from a four-year-old in Massachusetts named Jolie, we have Jolie's Podcast, which is actually a real podcast that Jolie recorded and sent to us. It's all about eating and drinking and how you have to do that to survive. Great work, Jolie. Next up, from a nine-year-old in Tennessee named William, we've got a story called The Oval Apocalypse, which is about a bunch of ovals who take over the world. It's uh, pretty terrifying and incredible. And besides, who needs circles anyway? I, for one, welcome our new Oval Overlords. Thanks for leading the way, William. Next up, Clara, an 11-year-old in California, sent us a story called There's a Goat Stuck in the Chimney, and that's the whole story. There's a goat stuck in the chimney. Can you imagine that? I mean, that's all the story you need. Thanks, Clara. And finally, from Gideon, a 10-year-old in Illinois, we have the first s'more, which might sound to you like it's pretty simple and straightforward, but actually, this story involves a pretty incredible industrial accident between Jake's Marshmallow and Toxic Waste Farm Company and Steve's Chocolate Graham Cracker and Tofu Farm. And it features, quote, titanically large marshmallows and they've even included a real picture of these titanically large marshmallows at the farm. And you have got to see these. So go check it out and read all of today's Roll Call stories at storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, Here's the story spark from Julian, the author of The Dangerous Plumbers. Kids, write about an invention that can shrinkify or gigantify something. How does the invention work? And what can you use it on? That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Julian and Aaliyah. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love. Some story love! We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Eric Erson and Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mahela Lawrence, and Alexa Simpson. And contributing writers are Dylan Fugel, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Dewey Cadell, Ryan Chittapong, Carly Shiraki, Matt Cox, Tara Halpern, Quinton Johnson, Nick Canellis, Alexis Lambright, Julie Marciano, Peter McNerney, 
Alexander Nader, Josh Nasser, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Mia Weinberger, Rachel Winitsky, Harry Wood, and Matt Zambrano. Building a Bike was written by Peter McNerney and Jack Mitchell and produced by Jack Mitchell. The Car Wash Song was written by Minzui Karami and Jack Mitchell and produced by Jack Mitchell. The Drain Melter theme song was written by Dylan Fugel and Eric Erson and produced by Eric Erson. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, another episode done. Hey, time for a glass of water. Okay, I'll just take my glass out of the cupboard and turn on the faucet. What? Oh no! The faucet's not working! I need my glass of water. I better call a plumber. But, huh, what was the phone number again? Uh, can't remember. Huh, maybe there's a commercial on TV that will tell me what to do. Okay, here's the remote, and turn it on the TV. Call 1-800-8-MILLION. Ah, yes, okay. Thanks, TV. All right, just gonna dial that number. one 8 Hundred eight million. Okay, I guess that's six zeros. All right. Huh. It's not ringing. Oh, I forgot the fart. Ah, there it goes. Hello? 